0: Look back at the last Forge FC contest. Simply stunning stuff! Finally, their goal! Here is match and review. My word, what a rocket! With Anthony Urcioli on the Forge Audio Network. Hello, Forge fans. Final whistle has gone from Spruce Meadows. Foothills County, Alberta, 3-0 the final in favor of Calvary FC over Forge. Uh, ugly results and quite honestly, not a great performance all around by Forge FC. And to Cavalry's credit, um, Calvary was good. I mean, they looked like a club that was treating this match like a final. They were determined. It was a full, full 90 minutes uh, uh, the, the seven minutes at the end, I, I get it. I mean, the, if it's seven minutes, it's seven minutes of stoppage time. It is what it is, but it's just in a three nothing match. Those seven minutes, uh, you know, they feel like a lifetime, but that's it. Match completes the standings looking completely different now after that match. And we will get to that in a bit. Um, the story of this one, though, like I said, is... is uh, Clearly, Calvary was just motivated all week to treat this one like a final. Forge came out in their traditional 4-3-3 look with Paseus Campbell, and Borges up top, Sissoka, Hoja and Becker in the middle. Rama, Mandrakar James, Ashinyodi, Johnson and Garvin Matusala on the back line with Tristan Henry in goal. Uh, Calvary, you know, sometimes they surprise us. When they come out with different looks, different formations, different tactics in this one, though, um, this was just cavalry. I mean, beating Forge at their own game. It was a just a front foot clean um, just in terms of, of ball movement. They were fast. Uh, listen, cavalry played played well. I, it, it's it's painful for Forge fans to hear, but it is what it is. Calvary played a really strong game, and Forge was unable to match it. Um, Ali Moosey played more of a false nine role in this one. Calvary with a three-man back line. For Forge, Benny bodybanga in the lineup for the first time as a sub. He would make his debut later in this match. Forge in their gray and black look, Calvary in red and white. I realize every match this league needs more... White jerseys. Um, not a fan of the color clash. As a someone who is colorblind and struggles sometimes with some of these matchups, I mean, I, I've seen Forge wear orange and Calvary wear red, and in those matches, forget about it. I don't, I don't know what I'm looking at. Um, and Calvary has worn green in the past, and and the green, forget forget about that too. So, anyways, it's irrelevant at this point. But I just thought I'd point out if anyone's mm. listening, more white jerseys uh in this league first half calvary kicked off and the crowd was raucous aggressive on the press uh looked to be just the more energized club off the top Forge had a lot of difficulty getting out of their defensive third in the first several minutes uh early hard tactical fouls, uh fouls from both sides setting the tone for this rivalry and i've said it before i i prefer these rivalries over the geographical ones now sometimes the, those those uh, Sometimes even the geographical ones are intense, but a lot of times they're just rivalries because they're derbies and because the two clubs are geographically local. But, I mean, teams like this, two clubs that are on almost opposite ends, okay, not opposite ends of the country, but, you know, they're pretty far apart and, uh, you know, different time zones yet. I mean, this is the rivalry probably in this league, uh, Calvary forged so many big matches, whether it was a final, whether it was, I mean, playoff matchups. So the, the hard fouls early from both clubs, really setting the tone for this one. And Forge didn't even enter the attacking third until the ninth minute, uh, where they were helped by a foul because Forge could just couldn't get any space on their side of the half. but But the foul forced Calvary to back off a bit. And, just to, just to kind of cap, put a bow on what I'm talking about, the early hard fouls, um, Daly from Calvary he had three fouls in the first 10 minutes, which earned him a warning. And, you know, the thing is, with the team carrying the momentum early on, like Calvary did, a lot of times in those scenarios, you, you better score, um, especially because it, it's hard to sustain that for 90 minutes. A, you expend a lot of energy. Um, but B, you're playing against a club like Forge, who is going to get their opportunities. So for Calvary, they had the momentum early, they had more energy, they were threatening, uh, but they just could not connect, and they could not find the back of the net early, despite all these opportunities, despite these dangerous attacks. And you know nothing deflates a team more than being scored on first after coming out with a lot of energy at home and squandering opportunities you know, Calvary spent time in Forge's box, just wasn't able to hit the target once in several opening flurries. Uh, 15th minute, Moosey tried to receive a throw in and Madrikar James was on his hip and sent Moosey tumbling. I just, I thought it was just noteworthy because Moosey was a guy we highlighted that Forge had to keep an eye on and Mandrikar James making sure Moosey knew that he was there and that uh, he wasn't going to get a ton of space. And it turned out that you know, all the focus on Moosey and Calvary. It's, it's a quality squad, and uh, they didn't get a lot from Moosey in this one in terms of production, uh, but they didn't need it. And Forge did well early in that first half to defend as a team. Even the attackers, Campbell, Pesias, Borges, sensing that Calvary was uh, threatening. All three of those guys were active in their defensive third, creating turnovers. 20 minutes in, Calvary had 10 touches inside the Forge area, just one for Forge at the other end. Uh, dangerous attacks were 20 to seven in favor of Calvary in the first quarter or so of the match. And remember Calvary, they surprised Forge last year in the playoffs by playing more of a low block, letting Forge come to them and then trying to force turnovers and beat Forge in the counter. That was not the game plan tonight at Spruce Meadows. Forge made some very uncharacteristic mistakes clearly on their heels. Calvary, the aggressors and, um, Calvary did a good job just keeping Becker away from the ball. You know, no one creates more than Kyle Becker in this league. And uh, he had just three touches through the first 28 minutes or so. Forge finally got their first shot on target. It came in the 31st minute. um, And it came after Calvary used an aggressive press and it was used against them because Forge bypassed it. And when that happens, you're in some trouble. And Forge was able to mount an attack. And there were just there were times in that first half where I'm just in my head I'm thinking just get get out of this half if it's zero zero going into halftime Forge they can make some adjustments start fresh I don't know that Cavalry can do what they did in the first half and come out as aggressive as they did because it's, it's difficult to sustain it just is um you know especially in a match with two clubs that are this evenly matched and that play similar styles uh you know similar front foot styles. And it's not that it was a dominating half by Calvary. Forge did lead the, the possession battle throughout. The issue just, Forge, their possession just wasn't dangerous enough. Um, you know, the easy loss of possession is what concerned me most. Calvary converts chances to goals better than any club in the CPL. Um, and they just they didn't need any favors from Forge in this one. And the, and the boys in gray and black, they, they did get stronger as the half progressed forcing cavalry into some mistakes in some moments, catching them playing overly aggressive at, at different times. And I, I think part of it too is, you know, Forge has been so good away from home that you kind of, I, I had to remind myself like, okay, I mean, cavalry they're at home. They're energized. I get it. You know, it's not, it, it it's, the hot start for cavalry shouldn't have been all that surprising just based on just different motivational factors. And the fact that they, listen, they were at, they were the home side, um, it's it's expected. Calvary had five corners to, to Forge's two in the first half, and Tristan Henry was called upon again. I mean time and time again, Henry making timely saves on Calvary's final corner attempt to the half. A free header from the left side of the goal and Henry kicked the ball out with his left foot. You know, giving up a goal before half would have been devastating for Forge, uh, but the the G goat the greatest goalkeeper of all time in the CPL doing what he does keeping the match scoreless and uh that last flurry from Calvary actually leveled possession because as we went into half ball possession was at 50-50 and when you look at the stats it looked even for the most part goal attempts 7 to 6 for Calvary shots on goal 2 to 2 so you know just on that it looks pretty even but When you get deeper into the analytics, I mean, dangerous attacks, 26 to 9 in favor of Calvary. And that, to me, told the story. It looked even, but the attacks just looked a lot more dangerous coming from Calvary. And that's a bad sign because, like I mentioned, this is a very efficient club. Goal conversion rate, easily the best in the league. I mean, no one's even close. So Calvary is a dangerous club, and you can't give them that much space and possession, and you can't allow those dangerous attacks. It just it, it looked, you know, Calvary mounting attacks. It just they made it look a little too easy getting into Forge's attacking third. And it's uh it's not something we say often for Forge FC. So second half, uh I guess matter of time. It took 10 minutes into that half for Calvary to open the scoring. Center back Cobza finishes off a clean set playoff of free kick. And this free kick. It kind of encapsulated what we saw in the first half. Um, I mean, was it was gorgeous from Calvary. I mean, it looked like a video game. Off, it, it was a set play, three quick passes. There was a dummy run sandwiched in between, and Calvary on the front foot with a one nothing lead. And when I say that, it kind of just summed up how Forge's first half went. It was just too. Calvary was able to mount speed way too quickly. Just not enough resistance, a little too much standing around on Forge's part. And remember, there had not been a clean sheet in 10 straight matches between these two clubs. Uh, so Calvary, yes, they're up one nothing, But just the track record with these two clubs, I mean, the amount of times that these clubs, these clubs have gone back and forth and late goals and, you know, 2-2 games and 1-1 games. And at least as a Forge fan, you thought, okay, I mean, Forge, uh, there's a chance they have one in them, you know. It, not that they couldn't have won the match at that point, but it just the way the pitch was tilted, you, you felt like, okay, there's still a goal here for Forge. Um, but then Calvary, 61st minute, Accio added to the lead. Again, too many guys standing around. Forge had the numbers on defense. Accio, though, just able to, to just run with the ball. Forge unable to make a tackle. Um, guys just giving way too much space. I mean, he had so much room. And uh, just like that, it's 2 nothing. So, Forge looking for a spark. They make an immediate substitution after that goal. Benny, Buddy Banga makes his debut after signing with the club last week, number 39, replacing Wuben Um, uh, I am excited about uh, Buddy Banga and what he can bring to this club because instantly, the second he touched the pitch, I mean, the speed, the energy, the creativity, uh, he's going to be a problem for opposing clubs. And as he gets more acclimated, he's going to play more minutes. And as his teammates, I mean, the, the one, and it's to be expected, but the one thing was uh, the chemistry with his teammates wasn't quite there yet. And it's understandable. Uh, I mean, he had a ton of energy ball on his feet, looked dangerous, just not quite cohesive with his teammates in in hooking up plays, but, uh, and linking plays, but you get that. I mean, that it's, it's understandable. He's, New to the league, new to the club, a lot of new teammates. Uh, he's only had a handful of training sessions, you know, then they had to fly to Calvary. So um, he needs minutes. He needs to play. He needs to get acclimated. So regardless, these were valuable minutes for the club and for Benny. Sissoko was also subbed off for Noah Jensen. Uh, the bleeding did not stop, though. Already up 2-0. Calvary awarded a PK. Aired was stopped by Henry, but the rarest of rare calls goes against the forge keeper. I see this. You can go back and look at any PK. Watch the amount of times the goalkeepers come off their line a little bit early, like a split second early. It happens uh 99% of the time, but it was called. Um, Henry, by the way, made an amazing stop with his left hand dove to his left, made the save uh, but he was penalized for leaving his line a little early. um if this match was closer, if it was scoreless if if it was tied if if this was like the final minute, I don't think this gets called because it was that close, but it's two nothing game We're they decide to call it by the book um and it was close, but that was the call. Henry gets called, Aired gets another chance, goes to the same spot. Henry dives to his left again, but just a, a hair, a tenth of a second late. He gets there, he gets a piece, but not enough. And at that point, it's three nothing. And the, I mean, what's more to say? I mean that that was the final, not the prettiest of matches for for Forge FC. Ball possession, they did uh, Forge ended this match with fifty three percent goal attempts, fifteen to twelve in favor of Forge. Shots on target, though six three. For Calvary, um, that's a lot of shots on target to give up if you're Forge. And Dangerous Attacks, Forge had a few late, and I think that kind of evened things up. because, According to the official stats at the end, uh, well, not official, according to the Flash Score stats, Dangerous Attacks were 41-39 to 39 in favor of Calvary. So uh, once Calvary got that 3-0 lead, obviously sat back and Forge was able to threaten from there, but... Carducci with the clean sheet, despite not having to do much, regardless credit where it's due. Calvary played, uh, they played a great match. Um, Forge is not able to match what Calvary brought to the table. Revisiting the three keys. Typically, we look for two. That can get you three points, but usually all three, at least to this point, when we get three checks, it guarantees three points. Uh, not the case in this one, unsurprisingly. Key number one was always aware. This was tied into what I said with Calvary can surprise you. Sometimes they look a little different depending when you play them and how they want to play, whether sometimes even whether they're at home or on the road. Um, they will, when they play Forge, sometimes sit back and let Forge come to them and try to beat them on the counter. This one, though, not the case. So always aware there's new, there's a big X for Forge, FC. Um, all three areas of the pitch. Um, just for just was not good enough in, in any of the e- either of those uh, facets of the game. So that's one X lockdown D. Well, that one's easy. I mean, I, like I said coming in, I mean Calvary's efficiency. They turn nineteen percent of their opportunities into goals. Uh, again, that's best in the league, and, and Ford's just not able to lock things down. I get team defense was good early on. Everyone was contributing. But Cavalry was just able to pick up way too much speed, especially on the wings. And um, yeah, Fortress unable to slow them down. I mean, they tried with some tactical fouls earlier, but it just, that's not gonna, that's not a winning formula. 90 defensive effort was key too. That's an X. That's already two. Now they got the third one, Mute Moosey. Uh, They kept Moosey off the sheet, but I thought keeping him off the sheet would be enough at least keeping him from uh, linking big plays. And and he's a dangerous one V one player. He's a guy that beats his man. He's, he's one of the best in the league at that forge actually did a fairly decent job against Moosey. Uh, The other guys though, for Cavalry stepped up. So that's a check. They muted him, but it didn't really matter at that point. And so unsurprisingly, the result is three points in favor of Cavalry FC updated. Look at, The standings because as we know, match in, match out, whatever the table looks like before the match usually looks a lot different after it because of the parity in this league. Uh, So with that, Calvary now in first place, they leapfrog both Forge and Pacific and uh, with 30 points, they lead Pacific and Forge who are both sitting at 29 Again, very tight at the top of the table, and Calvary and Forge will play one more time this season in a little over a month, five weeks from now, and they're playing in Hamilton. So that's, I mean, if if that's if Forge is able to pick up three there, then the season series is completely tied. Uh, but as of now, Calvary leads because they, they these two teams tied their first two matches. So yeah, Calvary won with thirty points, Pacific Forge at twenty nine. They're tied for second. And then Halifax. I think I, we're, we're starting to see the separation. Although I shouldn't speak too soon because Halifax and Ottawa both have two matches in hand on Forge. But um, I think it's safe to say. At least I feel confident in saying. Calvary, Pacific, Forge. I mean, these are your three clubs that are going to be uh, battling out for the, the, the top spot and the top two spots. Because don't forget, with this new page playoff format, finishing first is great. Get you a trophy. Finishing in the top two, it gets you an extra, you, you get, I mean, it's essentially a buy because the top two teams are going to play each other and the winner is going to go straight to the final. The loser is going to go and they're going to get more games and a chance to make it to the final. So it is like getting a buy finishing one or two. So that is the goal. And of course, it also opens up the possibility of a, of a home final, but Long way to go for Forge FC. And next up, they will be playing a club that is desperate for points because as of right now, they are outside of the playoff picture. So York United making the trip to Tim Hortons Field. Last time those two clubs played, Forge embarrassed York at York Line Stadium. It was 4-0 you gotta be weary of these clubs looking for revenge or at least with, um, added motivation. But for Forge, I mean, you know, th- th- this loss isn't going to sit well with them considering who the opponent was, uh, the result, the fact that this was not, this was not Forge. I mean, this was not Forge's game. They did not look like Forge in this one. And they have been looking like Forge consistently over the last month. Plus minor setback, uh, but you know they're ready to go. And, and I'm excited to see what Buddy Banga brings going forward. Because I think he is going to be a difference maker for this club. And um, as he gets more acclimated, that case will only be strengthened. So next up, Saturday, August 12th, 7 o'clock at Tim Hortons Field against York. And then a week later, they're at home against uh, at home against Halifax. Back-to-back home matches. Forge needs to pick up more points at home. They've been great on the road uh, away from home. They've been better at home lately, uh, but they still want to pick up uh, to Morton's field has to be a place where teams come in and, and they think our goal is to draw at best because we're not going to, it's going to be too difficult to pick up three points. at in Morton's field and forge needs more of that. So opportunity coming up back to back weeks, disappointing results, uh, but things are still listen. This is, it's fun. This is it. We're in the thick of it. There's nine matches remaining on the year for Forge. They're a point out of first place. They have more matches against the clubs that they're competing against. And they have a chance to really stick it to York in their next match. And York's outside of the playoffs right now. And so you can really deflate them. Deflate a rival. You're you're in the 905 Derby uh, by keeping them down even more so. So one final time. Some of you close your ears. 3-0, Calvary over Forge. Remember, we have plenty coming for you this week, as we do every week, but uh, Forge Daily, Behind the Beard, Mackenzie doing an amazing job hitting it out of the park with her stuff. And I will be back with a match day preview to set up the clash, the 905 Derby, between York and Forge. Until then... Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy your long weekend. And uh, we'll talk to you very, very soon. This has been Match in Review with Anthony Artioli on the Forge Audio Network. For the latest on all things Forge FC, subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.